Hey everyone, welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Before we jump into the episode today, I wanted to invite you to World Mandate 2020. World Mandate is a conference for anyone who wants to worship God and change the world. We're just everyday people from around the world who believe that we can see the kingdom of God established across the nations in our generation. This two-day gathering will be February 7th and 8th and will feature four main sessions where you'll experience dynamic worship, compelling teaching, and powerful encounters with Jesus that will help inspire and equip you to be a part of what He is doing around the world. You can register right now online at worldmandate.com. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Jimmy, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Your podcast. Great to be back. <laughs> welcome back to me because you've been interviewing other people. Yes, for a little bit. Been interviewing uh, our world mandate speakers. Uh huh. Carol Hart. Yep. Zoe International. Yes. Michael, Michael Miller. Miller. Yeah. Upper Room. And here locally, Clint. Clint. In the Middle East. Yep. Clint's coming. Uh huh. But we haven't interviewed the last person, the last speaker of World Mandate, which is you. Oh. Oh, no, it is me. You're right. <laughs> wow, what an honor. Yes. Well, praise God. Mm-hmm. I know for me, every world man, I'm always excited about the speakers, and you would never say this about yourself, so I'm going to say it on the podcast, but probably my favorite speaker almost every time is hearing from you no. because oh, thanks, because man. there's such a, it's, there's something special when you bring from something from the, somebody from the outside, but there's just a grace when we humble, humble ourselves again to those who've gone before us, those who've laid a foundation, the fathers of the house and uh, the spiritual authority that you that you carry when we come under that, there's such a grace to bring life to our movement. Mm. And so thanks. I'm excited again to hear from you and mm-hmm. I'm sure others are. And if they're not, hopefully they will be by the end mm-hmm. of this podcast. <laughs> but there's been a phrase that you've been saying as you've been leading up into uh, preparing for the message Obviously, the theme for the conference is, is those who dream. So we're praying, God, mm-hmm. would you dream your dreams through me? As right. you said, yep. in 1994, we were listening to that message mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, there's been one specific phrase that you've been saying that's been, been catching my interest, and it's, and it's, we don't want to live for a lesser dream. Right. And I want to get there, but why don't you just take us a little bit into, but before we get to that phrase, the 1994 message, you just listened to it the other day mm-hmm. on Dream Your Dreams Through Me. Tell me what your thoughts have been on that so far. Yeah, well, what's great about Brandon is he finds the old archives <laughs> and brings them back. <laughs> just and anointing. and um, uh, actually, it was, it was uh, 1991, and we had been going for about four and a half years and running a training school, going to the nation, seeing God move. And we were really seeking the Lord about, hey, what's next? What, God, are you saying to us about this next season? And during that time, it's where we got the Isaiah 54, 2 and 3 passage. And I was thinking through, okay, so what does that mean to expand your tents and go forward? And, well, God, what would be the biggest thing in your heart? And, man, I had been praying that on and off in different ways. but. I, I thought about people's dreams and things that they were believing for and even great Christians who said, man, I had a dream and God did this in whatever area or field they, uh, they feel called to. And, uh, and I thought, you know what? I don't want my dream. I want God's dream. Yeah. God, if there's a dream on your heart, wherever you are, what, not whatever you are, we know where God is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, God, whatever's in your heart and mind uh, that maybe somebody else 
to pass by that you yeah. uh, made them for. God, would you dream your dreams through me? Would you? Mm-hmm. I'll give up mine for yours if you'll give me yours. And uh, and I have found God to be really faithful um, to do that, not because of any extraordinary gifting or skill, but just a willingness to pray the prayer and then work it out, walk it out, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking the other day as I was uh, uh, preparing for this message, I was thinking, you know, um, God didn't, uh, in my mind, uh, God didn't preordain all of this for me. He invited me in an opportunity to be a part of what he was already doing. Yeah. You know, I, I actually think other people were supposed to take up the dreams that he's given me. You know, the things that he's done and through my own life and journey and our community and all that God's done. I really think uh, that anybody could have done it. Yeah. It's just that we just said, yes, we're willing to do it. And we want you to do what you want to do, Lord, not just what we want to do. Was it? There's a verse you were saying recently about he's prepared glory in earthen vessels. What? It, yeah, that? but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that surpassing greatness may be of God and not of ourselves. That's Second Corinthians four seven. So, so we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that the glory may be of God and not of ourselves. So, like, it basically. Um, we are inadequate, we are insufficient in and of ourselves, but it's Christ in us, it's God's work um, that uh, is most on display often when we're the weakest Mm. or when we're that person that maybe people didn't think would do something great or whatever. Mm. I think that's the greatest beauty of God and uh, and I'd count me as one of those people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think about that verse even when you're sharing that it's, God dreaming his dreams just through broken people who are open. Yeah. God, just anything that's on your heart. And I mm-hmm. always think about that when you, I think about the verse when you're, when you're sharing about those stories of God dreaming his dreams through you. Yeah. T- take us in a little bit into that phrase, not living for a lesser dream. Yeah. Did, you, you, that mm-hmm. came to you a couple of days ago. What's, what's that from? Yeah, I, I think that obviously most of the people listening to this podcast mm-hmm. uh, are from America. Most of the people listening to this podcast uh, are within the top 2% of the world as far as wealth. Mm-hmm. And even if you're making 10 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, just kind of making it month to month, mm-hmm. that still puts you, I think, in the top 5% of the world, something like that. Uh, maybe a little off in my stat, but it's not far. And, and here's the whole point. The whole point is that we have resources, we have networks, you have the ability to listen to these podcasts, we've got Bibles in 53 different versions in every language we could want, we have Jesus films, we have big churches, small churches, medium churches, house churches. We have so many resources that I'm concerned, especially in the West and especially in America, that we're so wealthy with goodness that we're living for a lesser mm. dream. That it's not just the, the, the idea of, oh, I'm gonna live for myself instead of for God. It's that I'm just gonna do something good for God. Yeah. Or what's right in front of me is, hey, I've got a wealthy business friend. I think I'll just be a wealthy business friend too and just love the Lord and serve the Lord. Yeah. Now, if you're called to do that, do that with all your heart, with yeah. zeal, conviction, and, and, um, and great fortitude. Uh, but 
because there's so many underserved people around the world that God cares about as much as he does you or me, Mm. and because there's so, uh, and and his compassion is just crying out for labors for the harvest Mm. for those who are underserved, uh, not cared for, those who are left behind, then then surely, even if we have all these gifts and all these opportunities, surely if we put those on the altar and ask God, hey, God, could I partner with you for those who do not have the gospel, let alone those who don't have provision or those who don't have networks or those who don't have the ability to to grow and develop or those who don't have access to resources, all the riches that we have, surely God uh, will begin to tap many of us on the shoulder who had another dream that wasn't ungodly, yeah. but maybe a lesser dream yeah. than God's highest desire, and that is that we're laborers in His harvest field, yes. partnering with Him uh, for those who are not cared for, those who have no advocate, those who have no nobody uh, to stand with them in their plight. Yeah, but think makes me think of the Ephesians 3.20, now to Him mm. is able to do more than we can ask or imagine right to him be glory in the, in the church and and i just think about in order to get to that ephesians 320 yeah reality there has to be that absolute surrender again and again and again of yeah. god okay i have some great ideas of how i could serve you mm-hmm. but lord what do you want to do through my life yeah what is the what is the bigger thing the bigger dream that you have and bigger doesn't necessarily mean like i will feel more fulfilled or i sure. or, what is the bigger thing that I can do? Because uh, impact doesn't always equal obedience, but I'm just looking for, God, just do do your will through me so that your dreams can come through me. Yeah, you know, I um, I, I interviewed Carol Hart, and if you didn't get a chance to hear the podcast, I want to encourage people to go back yeah. to it, uh, and I'm sure she'll be sharing something like it on Saturday morning as well. But her phrase has really stuck in my mind and that is uh, when they understood the plight of little boys and little girls being sold into sex slavery and just the brokenness Mm. of it, their hearts were devastated, and they put everything out before God. And these are and have been godly people. They were honoring God. They were honoring God in their business. They were serving in their local church. They were sharing the gospel. They were all-in believers. And they had a lot of abundance. They had a custom home, and they had super nice, fancy cars, and they had jewelry, expensive things. And what they did is they just put it all before God, and they said, God, it's all yours. And then God spoke to them this simple phrase. Um, uh, I've heard their cries, these kids, kiddos, and I need your life. Now there's a there's a dream of wow. God, and when we say dream, we often think what's going to make me great, yes. what's going to make me on a stage, what's going to make me cool, what's going to make me thrive, what's going to make me happy and healthy and wise. Uh, but God dreams uh, with grief, not just mm. with excitement. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. he. God, if you want to kind of take it in the reduce God to kind of a man-centered dream, uh, God grieves over the nations. Yeah. He he weeps over people being abused. He uh, uh, his heart's broken with whole language groups that have never said the name of Jesus, yeah. and that weeping, uh, he's just looking. Hmm. He's just searching the earth. Yeah. 
for men or women who will partner with him to uh, the positive side of that, and that's to him to uh, God's desire for these people to hear and to know and to begin to be able to take care of themselves and come out of poverty and brokenness and all that. So God does have mm. uh, positive dreams, if you will, for people's lives, but he needs partners that will weep with him so that uh, he can partner with them to rejoice wow. when they come out of their brokenness. So good. And, um, and I think that that's my concern these days in the body of Christ. We've, come, uh, we've become a bit obsessed with our calling, our thriving, our dream. And it's not that, and, and with good intention, hey, God, I want to honor you with my life. And I know you have so much more for me and, yeah. and all that. And, and I believe that. That's not like I, I don't uh, believe that God does that. It's just that for what? And, and, and even if God does something really externally big and wealthy mm-hmm. and cool and all that, then what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And, um, and, and so I, I'm, I think that uh, I would challenge, especially kind of our 18 to 30-year-olds, yeah. uh, while you're shaping those visions for the future, while you're uh, praying, hopefully, God, what would you want? that you would consider switching your prayer from I need to know what I need to do versus God, I'll do anything for anyone that's on your heart uh, at my expense for your glory. So good. Trusting that the richness of where you lead me will develop something in me that'll be the greatest treasure I could ever find. I feel like I want to write that prayer down and put it on my wall. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I on. mean that's beautiful. Let's do it. What? This may seem like a, a little bit of a tangent, but going into world and yeah. I just want to hear you mentioned that eighteen to thirty, yeah, range and the, God dreaming His dreams for us is so key specifically for that group of people. Yep. Can you just like speak to that group of people right now, specifically in the topic you're talking about, just a little bit more? I know it's been on your heart again recently, as it has been on mine. God, would you raise up a new missions yeah, movement in, right. in my generation, Lord? We need it, and it's going to start with broken people who say, "I'll put it yeah. all on the table, dream your dreams yeah. for me." So, just talk to 18 to 30 year olds for a second. What do you want them to get out of this conference? Yeah, well, well, obviously, you know, the, the first thing that we all need to know, no matter what, is that. God values you and he mm-hmm. values you so much that he's invited you into friendship and all that friendship, he's invited you to partnership. Yeah. So if I was to say, hey, what are the dreams of God over you as a young person in your journey here, his, his greatest dream that you would know that you're loved and that, and that you would uh, realize mm-hmm. and live in an encounter with him that is yeah. present tense, always on, full of grace and truth. But out of that, then, he has a dream not just for you, but he has a dream for a people. Yeah. See, we always think that the whole Bible is about a, a person, and that's me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the beauty of God is, yes, and mm-hmm. it's about we. So we go from me to who are we, yeah. right? So in that, in that your development years, 83, you've got to think, 
it's not just what's God's will for my life, mm. but he has this desire for the church of Jesus, the people of God gathered house to house, the community of God to be made manifest in the earth. Mm. And so where am I pressing into community instead of pulling away from community mm. who's godly, who's righteous, who's desiring the things of God? This church is God's plan A for distributing his glory in the earth. Mm. And that community is is paramount yeah. for shaping you personally, for holding you accountable, for helping you to see God's heart, for being a part of this tapestry of all that God wants to do. And and my great concern is is that we are making community or the church optional mm. instead of central. Wow. We're making ourselves central, mm. the church optional. And it's actually the other way around. The church is not optional wow. because you will find who you are as a believer, you'll find your place in the body of Christ. You'll find uh, relationships that can knit you together with God's purpose and plan for your life in the context of community. Um, so I'm going to say a lot about that Saturday night, yeah. so just want to make sure stay tuned. But then it goes from me to we, we who are we, who's yeah. the church to be, and then it goes to them. Yeah. Right? From me to we to them. Who are they? God, who's on your heart? So whatever you do, whether you feel called to business or healthcare or education, whether you feel called to full-time missions, ministry, whatever it is, you're, it's always about who are the people that you're wanting me to impact for your glory? Mm. Because God is always about people being developed, helped, built, strengthened. So even if I go get an accounting degree, it's so that mm. I might glorify God, I might contribute to the body of Christ, and I might reach those who have not heard or need an encounter from God with the gifts and grace that I have. So it's never just about your thing. Yeah. So who are they? Yeah. And that's where the, the thing that I, here's my deep conviction, is that everybody's called to make disciples of the nations of the earth. Absolutely. It's, it's just throughout the Bible. So to say, well, I'm not called to the nations, that's just not true biblically. Yeah. Uh, ask of me and I'll give the nations, it says in Psalm uh, 2.8, Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations. So I don't know how clear to get. Or yeah. Acts 1.8, Spirit of God is going to come on you, you're going to be a witness, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. It didn't say, and you'll be a witness in Jerusalem. Some of you guys in Samaria, some of you guys yeah. in Judea, and forever who's really radical will give you some uttermost yeah. thoughts. That's it's just it's just a continuous deal. Now you may not be long term called to uh, Thailand, yeah. but if God puts the Thai people in your heart, you're to contend for them. Yeah. And whatever gifts and grace you've been given, you apply those to help the Thai people yeah. find Jesus, develop their lives be empowered by the grace of God, be a spiritual community yeah. that honors God with their lives. So so God's going to give nations this weekend, and God's trying to give you one right now. Listen to this podcast. Yes. So whatever you could, whether you are anywhere near a world mandate, you can just stop right now and say, God, I believe that Psalm 2.8 is real. I believe Matthew 28.19.20 is for me. I believe Acts 1.8 is real. I believe I'll stand before the throne room and the nations will be represented and I want to be a participant with you. You can just mm. stop what you're doing and ask God for a nation. And he's going to give one. Yes. Right? I mean, that's just like, if you're not here in a nation, you need to keep waiting because uh, <laughs> uh, you need to start looking at a map and yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll highlight one. Yeah. So it moves from me to we to them, and then where does it go? Back to him, Back to him. right? For the glory of Jesus, for the honor of Jesus. 
I was just talking to a guy and I said, you know, when we get to heaven, we and this is a buddy of mine, so I'm 56, he's 66. And uh, he was just, I said, thank you for staying in it. Thank you for being faithful. He's just such a great example, another pastor in the city. And you could tell he was tired. And I said, you know, when we step from this life to the next, you won't say, God, I wish I would have done a little less. Just wished I wouldn't have given it all for Jesus. Just wish I would have just not reached out to as many people or sacrificed as much or carried the nations in my heart. Because you see, once we breathe our last breath, it's done. You can't, you're not going to be praying for a nation. You'll already be with the Lord. Wow. You're not going to be contending for a friend or neighbor. You're not going to be giving an encouraging word. You're not going to be loving somebody in the name of Jesus. It's all done whenever mm -hmm. that is, which could be any day for all of us, right? Wow. So in light of eternity, all the glory goes back to God. And when we have to dig a little deeper over our own selfishness to honor God, that's a, there's a reward for that. There's yeah. a grace for that. And this is not about works orientation. No. I'm saved by grace. But I know that it will be joyful. Yeah. And I will see as I, uh, what I've seen dimly, I'll see fully yeah. when I see him face to face. And I'll be thankful for everything I did in the name of Jesus. Mm. So, my 18 to 30 year olds, if you're not 100% sure what God's already called you to, Ask him for one of his dreams yeah. instead of try to chart your own dream. And then take a risk in order to reach people who've never heard. Take a risk to go out to the nations of the earth. Take a risk to give your time to the underserved of the earth and see if God won't speak mm. to you through that. So good. Hey, as long as I'm rambling, I, I, uh, there, uh, I was talking with this um, couple the other night that's in their 20s. He's a consultant. She was in public accounting and now a children's pastor, but they're, they're signing up to go right then. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and they said, you know, we've just been compelled to, why not? Mm. We've got everything so we need, plus yeah. we don't have any kids yet. We're just, uh, we want to go, but we haven't felt a particular nation or a particular deal, but why not? Mm. And, and I said, absolutely, so, why not? And they said, where are we needed? Where, so, where, where's God leading? And of course, that they, they'll get affirmations from the Lord in the journey and they, they feel his leadership. Yeah. But here's the point. The point is they started with, why not, Lord, we're planning on going. That's a great target yes. for God to work yes. with. And if he says go left or go right, hey, uh, he can guide us. But to, but to sit there and say, you know, if God was for the nations, I'll go. What kind of attitude is that? Yeah. And, and, and how can God speak to that? He, He'll give you a lesser dream if you mm. want it. Mm. That's how gracious he is. Mm. He's not going to force you to do anything. Wow. But if you go for the greater dream and make and go for his dream instead of your dream, who knows? It might change you, but for sure it'll change the people that you go to and love. And um, uh, I just want to admonish all of us, don't go for the lesser dream. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. World Mandate is coming this Friday night. Yes. There's few tickets left around the different sites. Yep. If you are even thinking about going or even thinking about not going, change your mind 
and go bring or a pay friend for somebody else pay, to go. pay for somebody else to ask, yes. if you can't go so ask your friend or coworker hey have you thought about going to world mandate let yes. me pay for your way yes and and hey and all love all you 20 somethings 18 year old out there uh, we don't have enough money you find enough money for coffee you find enough money for sitting around you find enough money for the latest gadget for an iPhone or iPad you find money for what you care about yes. why don't you go for what God cares about this weekend and see what God can do amen amen <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Again, World Mandate 2020 is coming up February 7th and 8th. Sign up today at worldmandate.com. And for any information regarding Jimmy or the Antioch movement, go to jimmycyber.com or antioch.org. We hope you have an amazing day in Jesus' name. <laughs>